So, Blake, I think there's sometimes on this podcast where there's an episode that like I feel really passionate about or you feel really passionate about. And sometimes it's like the opposite extreme where it's like, oh, this episode is to remind you to keep working on this thing. Um, and maybe that happens for you as well. Yeah, I it's that's probably most episodes for me. <laughs> for <passionate laughs> well, I should work on this is- thing. I think it's it's really true. I feel I feel like that a lot of times too. But this one specifically for me, it's like a great reminder of you know just like to continue to make progress on this. You know, you know, mm. I I I say that because I think a lot of people listening may feel like you and I have it moderately together, and I think we do moderately together. But we're certainly not perfect. And this episode today, I feel like is when like I just have to keep working on this. And um, so today we are talking about celebration and mm-hmm. why it's important. And I just want to, let me just start. I want to celebrate your self-awareness here, Courtney. Uh, just, <laughs> just cheer you on and have, have like a little just five second party uh-huh. about the fact that you know you need to work on this. But mm-hmm. we, I think we all need to work on this. This historically, maybe I'll phrase it this way. Sometimes maybe your high achieving individuals are so hyper focused on getting the things done that mm-hmm. they can not do so great at actually celebrating or or acknowledging the wins, acknowledging the gain. And we actually want to put on the scuba gear in this episode, do some blah blah blah, go deep and discover why that is because it might be costing you more than you think. Courtney. Oh, sorry. Was that too, yeah, too direct. It might be costing you more than you think, any generic person. Mm -hmm. Also me Mm -hmm. and Courtney. That's right. All right. So today, get ready, get your scuba gear on. We're going to talk about three lies holding you back from celebrating and three truths you can use to combat them. Sometimes... Setting annual goals can only get you so far. If you don't have a sense of where you want your life to be in 10 years, there's no guarantee that the goals you're setting now are actually going to take you to the life that you're trying to create for yourself. Well, that's where the brand new Life Focus product comes in. This innovative, gamified life planning system is your 10-year GPS, guiding you to the life that you want not one decided for you, and not one that you just drifted into. LifeFocus offers easy, fun, and effective planning with prompt card decks and a step-by-step guide. Also, you can join us for a live virtual event with Michael Hyatt on April 5th and April 6th for real-time guidance as you set the path for your next 10 years. With a 30-day money-back guarantee, there's nothing to lose, so make sure you pre-order right now for shipping in March 2024. Go to fullfocus.co slash lifefocus. That's fullfocus.co slash lifefocus right now to pre-order. Don't just dream. Plan your future with Life Focus. Welcome to another episode of Focus on This, the most productive podcast on the internet. So you can banish distractions, get the right stuff done, and finally 
start loving Mondays. My name is Blake Stratton, and I am here with the well-known, the chief marketing officer, the legend of productivity herself, Courtney Baker. Oh, man, Blake, that is so uh, (laughs) tongue-in-cheek, but do you know the other day I... Our producer, Nick, was sharing with me how much this podcast is growing. And to that end, I had an outside group come in. Um, They were doing a strategy session with us. And one of the guys that came was a full focus planner user. And I was like, oh, you know, we're talking about the planner. And I said something about, you know, the podcast. And like, I pretend like, I don't want to know, you know, I pretend nobody listens to the podcast. And he was like, Oh, yeah, I listen to the podcast. And like, I was like, the most awkward person ever from that point on, I was like, uh, I don't know how well, to you're act at a strategic now. disadvantage because he's never seen your face. He only knows your voice. And so then you're like, Oh, gosh, this is a different <laughs> relationship. Now. I can imagine Courtney trying to like, walk and she's like, Doing like right foot, right hand at this. He's like trying. <laughs> How do I do this? What? How do I act now? Oh gosh, yeah, it was really, yeah. really uh, funny. Um. So yeah, back to this being the most productive podcast yeah, on the internet. That's right, Super that's focused. Right. Yeah. Today, what we're talking about, Courtney, is mm-hmm. the, your heart's deepest passion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gets you up and out of bed in the morning, celebrating, yeah. celebrate. Mm-hmm. That's all I can sing. Otherwise, we have to pay a royalty. Well, I think for everybody listening, I think there are a couple of, you know, lies that we tell ourselves about celebrating that we're going to cover today. And the first lie that you may be telling yourself is that celebrating isn't really that important. And I don't know that we say that like cognizantly. I mean, I think if somebody asked us point blank, we'd be like, yeah, celebrating. It's great. Um, I know for me... My top strength finder strength is focus, okay? It's like a very powerful tool for me and kind of definitely on brand for um, being on a podcast about (laughs) focus. But the problem is I get so focused on like what goals I'm pushing after, like what's the next thing that's coming, that it's like celebrating feels like that's, that's moving me away from what I'm like, you know, what I'm, I'm driving towards. And I mean, if you're listening and you're like, oh, yeah, that is totally me. Or maybe during your weekly preview every week, you're like, okay, uh, what were my wins? Oh, like, here's one thing or maybe two things. Uh, You might be in this camp with me. You know, if you're like, oh, I can tell you all day how to improve something or like what needs to start and what needs to stop. Like, I'm great at that, but really struggle with the winning part. And this might be the lie you're telling yourself. Yeah, I'm I'm sure that. I'm guilty of this one. I'll take time to write my goals. I don't really think ahead. The whole like, oh yeah, it'd be nice, I guess, to think about what a reward might be or how Mm -hmm. I'll celebrate. But that's the part that's so easy to forget uh, or just to not do because you think, well, the important thing is to get the thing done and then to move on to the next thing and to the next thing. Right. So let's let's go deep on this because this is a big one. We're, We're coming out hot here. Uh, we're mm-hmm. not just going to tell you to celebrate. We actually want to expose why th- that is a lie, okay? So let's talk about the truth, what we're missing out on as long as we're believing this lie that celebrating isn't important. 
So the truth is, and guys, I'm talking to myself here, you know, celebrating victories really increases our satisfaction and our momentum. And again, I know that's like counterintuitive. It feels like, no, I got to keep pushing in uh, to the next big thing. And I, I feel like what really can happen if we continue to not celebrate wins is failure or mistakes, issues they can loom larger in our minds. I think that's a kind of natural thing. And so really to combat that, we need to celebrate our victories to kind of balance the, to, otherwise you look back and you're like, oh yeah, I see all the failures, but I don't see any of the successes. And I think celebrating helps do that. You know, it it, it has a lot of big tools, but I think for me personally, that's one of the biggest things is you can actually look back and notice what's working. Oh yeah, I did do that big thing. That that was an important accomplishment. Um, but if we don't take the time to celebrate, it's like all we can see is like the issues or the breakdowns that happen. Mm-hmm. So if you were to do some some scuba question asking about why mm-hmm. you're trying to achieve a goal, if you go deep, 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 you'll eventually probably arrive at something that sounds like because I would feel successful or because I would feel happy or because I would feel more free, I'd be more powerful or I'd be more, there's some type of joy-oriented feeling that we're anticipating will come once we achieve the goal. And that's not a bad thing because joy is this hugely underrated energy source. It is so helpful to be energized by joy than uh, scarcity or despair or fear or anxiety, right? I mean, those are energy Mm -hmm. sources too, just not quite as clean as as a joyful Mm -hmm. energy source. So the problem, if we don't believe that celebrating is important, we're actually self-sabotaging our whole mission (laughs) right from the start, right? Mm -hmm. Because if we're skipping the part where we can enjoy... And almost, it's it's kind of like almost training your brain too to go, oh, right, like I am worthy of experiencing the joyful satisfaction of achieving a goal or of achieving, uh, finishing a big project or hitting a milestone. When you can start training yourself that, oh, no, that is important. Now, all of a sudden, you can actually use that joyful energy source that you get as a result and enjoy probably the reason, at least at some level, why you were pursuing that goal in the first place. I think that's such a good point. And I think without celebrating and taking the time to acknowledge your achievement, you it really can't be used. It like ends the energy source. It's like you can't use it or pull from it in the future when you come upon a challenge. You can't look back and say, oh, I had that other challenge and I achieved what I was trying to do. If you just like gloss over that, you actually accomplish something big. It's like it just ends there. Something that I really appreciate about my wife, Elena, is that for her, her birthday, like she actually, you know, we're, we're in our 30s. She still enjoys celebrating her birthday and like taking some time, a breather, a break to think about the last year and to do something fun and to celebrate. And I've always been like, oh, whatever, you know, don't even worry about that. It's my birthday. Like, da, 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 da. like let's just get through the week or you know, whatever. But what I've noticed is that she reconnects with so many things when she takes time to celebrate, even though it's not like achieving a goal, but it's achieving some goal of, uh, hey, I'm still alive, 
for another year, right? But it's this opportunity for her. And I really just admire that. I think it's become a significant point for her where she can reconnect with her why a little bit of like, man, yeah, there were some highs, there were some lows. Here's what I've gained. And here's how I want to move forward. And it's this, it's this, the celebration becomes this uh, inspiration point, I guess, uh, this chapter marker of the ending of one season and the excitement about bringing in another season. So uh, I've got a lot. That's just one of the many things I need to learn from from her. But yeah. this one of, of taking celebration seriously, I think is important. Okay, the second lie. This one is a big, oh man. Like, I feel like we could do a whole episode on this one. But the second lie you may be telling yourself about celebrating is that people will think you're bragging. This is a legit concern, a legit thing that you may be telling yourself. Legit in the, not, it's not a legit concern, but legit that you are probably telling yourself. Um, And I see this a lot and I feel this a lot um, culturally in the U.S. as a woman in leadership. um, I think we're especially conditioned to hedge all of our achievements into we. We did this. We um accomplished this. And again, going back to what I shared earlier, it's like when you can't even say like, well, yeah, we did do this, but I did XYZ, it 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 creates this barrier in the future to be able to look back and see, okay, I did this and be able to say like if I did it then, I can take that um into the future, into the next challenge. And see where, you know, I've done it before. I can do it again um, with whatever you're trying to accomplish. I've been thinking a lot about this principle. I like this episode because we keep going deep with stuff. But Mm -hmm. a way to think about this, if you struggle with this, it's similar to maybe anything else in your life that you feel like you get feedback from other people that is maybe less than positive. Uh, Usually we get that feedback because we're treating ourselves in that same way that we're treating the other person. So here's an example. Like uh, if I get feedback from a team member or from a family member saying, man, you're just like, you're being so critical, you know, or you're yeah. bringing, you know, you're just really being hypercritical of me right now. This is not fun to be around you. It's usually not because I I dislike someone or I'm trying to be critical. It's usually because I'm most critical with me. And I'm being mm-hmm. extra critical on myself, right? We we all experience this, right? Like people, you know, it's not personal when someone's perhaps angry with you. There's probably just, that's kind of how they are in their own world. And so if you're struggling with, well, I don't want to celebrate myself because I don't want to appear a certain way or whatever, one benefit of taking time to celebrate yourself, and, and again, you don't need to like shove it in everybody's face that you, hey, I did this amazing thing. Aren't I so great? Please lavish me with gifts. Yeah. Um, and in fine wine and whatever. Yeah. But I mean, you could do that. <laughs> but taking time to celebrate yourself is a, really a form of self-care. And I think mm-hmm. I want to improve in this area because I want to become better at celebrating others' achievements. And I don't want people to get a vibe from me when they achieve that like, oh, well, that's fine. You don't really need to take time to celebrate that. I want them to feel supported and right. encouraged by me. 
So, Blake, I actually did um, a little exercise with the marketing team, I guess a, a few months ago. I may have talked about this on the podcast before, but kind of at the beginning of our team meeting, I asked everybody to share a win, and I wanted them to frame it as like, what was their accomplishment in it? You know, because I think so much we're like, oh, we did this awesome thing, you know, um, which is great. I mean, I love, again, we're communal, we're on a team. I love that. Like all of those things are really powerful things. Um, but I think there is a place to 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 pinpoint, okay, what was it about me that accomplished this? Or what did I accomplish? So I had everybody do that. And it was really hard for people. It was hard for everybody uh, to really frame up what was my accomplishment? They would even say it and think they had accomplished, you know, like, okay, they said it. And I would be like, okay, what, well, that was actually, you know, like a group. What was your, you know, contribution? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I think this is a really powerful thing. And it, it may even be something that you, you know, want to even just do individually by yourself or like with someone close to you to say like, let me break down like, what what am I celebrating? What was my achievement? Uh, maybe that's the first step, you know, if you're really worried, like, hey, I don't want to come across as like I'm bragging. Uh, but again, to your point, Blake, I think a lot of people want to celebrate you if given the opportunity to do so. You're saying you'd like to pause the podcast and just celebrate me right now, Courtney? <laughs> yes, Blake. What okay, about cool. this Let's podcast? This. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I, I love that. I love that. Hey, Marissa, I got a quick question for you. Yeah, what's up? Uh, what are you doing with your life? Okay, whoa. <laughs> That's a very <laughs> intense question. What do you it's mean? It's a quick question. It's a quick question. Just what do you do with your life? Do you know where you're going? Do you know what you're doing? Do you know who you are? Well, okay, yeah. Uh, actually, I didn't a couple of months ago, but I actually do now. Oh, what, why didn't you have anything beforehand? Well, because I, first of all, didn't even know I needed to have any kind of a plan. And I frankly didn't know where to start. And I don't know, I've heard people talk about life planning and they always said that you had to write your eulogy, which felt very dark and grim and I don't know, Victorian. (laughs) So I said no. So yeah, I I was just not interested previously. But now you do have one. Now you have a plan. Now you actually know who you are. Congratulations. Why yeah, is that? thank you. <laughs> yes, I do. Uh, and it's all thanks to actually our brand new product called Life Focus, which is a very um, fun, gamified life planning system that we've created to actually help you create a 10-year plan for your life. You can kind of think of it as a 10-year GPS which is amazing. Yeah, I love how it's just focused on the 10 years versus a lot of life planning focuses on like your legacy or 50 years, 80 years from now. And I'm like, sometimes I don't even know what I want for lunch, let alone 50 years from now, right? So the simple fact that we could think about 10 years out is very tangible to me. 
Well, and what I love too is that Life Focus is super easy, it's fun, and it's really effective. Anybody can do it. We've actually created an entire kit that has multiple card decks where you go through and you're able to select your personal mission, your values, and then go through all of your nine life domains and figure out what you want in each of those. So it's kind of like a fill in the blank, paint by numbers style of life planning. We've taken all the guesswork out and we're actually going to be hosting, Ken, our yeah. live, event, live event that's coming up in April, which is going to be amazing. My dad, Michael Hyatt, is going to be the one teaching, and we can't wait. That is going to be fantastic. And the best part is that you get to enjoy our 30-day money-back guarantee if you're like, you know what? I'm not sure if this is the right thing for me, but I guarantee you that most of you are going to do it. And when you put that work into it, you're going to love it and realize, wow, I now have a mission for my life. I now know who I am and I now have clear goals 10 years out on what I want to do. This product is going to be revolutionary for your life. Absolutely. Well, we would love to have you join us at Life Focus Live this April. Um, and if not, we also have a course and you can get the kit just by itself. So go to fullfocus.co slash lifefocus for more info. All right. So first lie is that celebrating really isn't that important. Second lie is people will just think you're bragging. That's totally not true. The third lie we're going to cover today is that celebrating will lead me to settle, will lead me to settle. So if you are a really driven person, if you've got big dreams and goals, you know, oh gosh, I I don't want to be too, I mean, I don't want to be discontent per se, but I don't want to be satisfied because then I will be complacent. And complacency will lead to being average. And being average and mediocre is my greatest fear. So celebrating leads me to mediocrity. That's that's kind of the the lie here that we want to just dispel for you. Yeah, and I think the truth here is celebration, again, really allows you to stop, to reset, to be proud um, of whatever you've accomplished. And again, it's really being able to pull off of those moments in the future. You know, we've kind of talked about celebration is really like an energy source um, of being able to recognize, you know, how to use the successes that you've had. You know, I think, again, we study failures or things that mess up a lot. You know, we look at it and say, like, um, you know, what about my leadership got these results? Like, how do we make sure this never happens again? You know, like we really are good at diving into failure and like not having that happen again. But we're not as great about looking at our successes and, and celebrating those in a way that says, okay, how do I replicate this? This is mm-hmm. what I really want to replicate. And, and I feel like really great probably like football coaches, you know, they're probably really good at doing this of like, okay, we won. Okay. How do we, how do we take the recipe for how we won and do that again next week? And that's really what I think this tool of celebrating helps you do. Yeah. Celebration can actually help shift our identity and and our, everything we do extends from our identity. I know I'm going deep here, but yeah. the uh, habits that we have come from what we believe is true about ourselves. So celebration can actually, the taking time to do that can actually change the story that we tell ourselves about ourselves 
And when we start to believe something different about us, our personality, our abilities, our identity, then a further achievement is not just possible, it's actually inevitable. An an example, you mentioned football, but Mm -hmm. my favorite football team, don't come at me in the comments, everybody, unless you're also a fan, is the Ohio State Buckeyes. All right. I thought you were a Chicago Bears fan. I am a Chicago Bears fan. Okay. okay. And and as Buckeye fans will tell you, we're everywhere. We're everywhere. The okay. Stratton family lineage goes through Columbus, and uh, I grew up in Chicago, but Lord knows, Northwestern Illinois, we're not going to get my attention as an eight-year-old, all right? So, okay. <laughs> sorry, Nick. Um, <laughs> so, something that the, the Buckeye coaches do is each position group, each different position you know, player on the team, there's certain achievements that they can achieve during a game. You know, whether they win or whether they lose, there's personal achievements. And when they uh, achieve those things, like let's say it's getting a sack, yep. you know, on the quarterback, mm-hmm. they actually get these stickers on their helmets. Stickers, yeah. So you've seen, seen these, right? And other, mm-hmm. other yeah. teams will do this. And so imagine, you know, when you're a player and it's towards the end of the season, that's when you have to show up big. You can't be scared going into a, a championship game or, a, you know, a playoff game or something like that. And so as a player, when you pick up your helmet, it's a different helmet, literally, than what you put on at the start of the year. You started the year, it was just Mm -hmm. this blank gray helmet. And so imagine the defensive lineman putting on this helmet, and it's just covered with stickers. And it's literally Mm -hmm. this physical reminder you're putting on your head that you are powerful and you've achieved a lot. And that's the identity you've got to carry in if you want to win the big game. So when you think about pausing to celebrate, Think about, listen, I, there's actually bigger victories ahead. It's not going to make me complacent. It's actually going to change my identity so that I can conquer those bigger things that are totally in my future. So good. That'll preach. That, that will preach. I feel like this was such a good episode. And again, I feel like, Blake, you and I could probably spend another couple episodes diving even deeper into these. But if you find yourself listening today and thinking, yeah, I'm like Courtney, you know, I can sometimes fall into believing these lies, you know, maybe one, maybe two, maybe all three. How can you rebel and defeat them? So this week, when you're capturing your wins, hopefully you're doing that in your full focus planner as part of your weekly preview. I really want you to to take the mindset that no win is too small for you to write down. It might be that one day this week, you got up and did that 5 a.m. workout. That's a win. Write it down. It doesn't matter how small. Write it down. The second thing is go back to your goal detail page and think about fitting rewards into your goal. It's really fun, guys, especially when you get to the end. Maybe you even forgot what the reward was and you're like, oh, I get that X, Y, Z. Um, The next thing is use your streak tracker. You know, it kind of helps you see and celebrate um, along the way to see the progress that you're making. And then the last thing is, if you're really uh, proud of something you've done, post about a recent win in the Full Focus community. Again, guys, I love the Full Focus community on Facebook. It is such an amazing group of people um, that will celebrate you. And that's a perfect place that you can take all the credit and nobody's going to be like, oh my gosh. 
Blake is bragging again. You know, we're just all here together. <laughs> we're pursuing big goals and dreams, and it's a really wonderful place. So hopefully those are some things that will help you this week that are really tangible um, in helping you celebrate. Well, you do not have to be one of those high achievers who never slows down to celebrate. You can go further and faster when you take a closer look at your beliefs about celebration and replace those lies with some truth. So, Courtney, let's go celebrate another great episode of Focus on This. How about that? <laughs> let's do that. I love that. Well, thanks, guys, for joining us on this episode of Focus on This. This is the most productive podcast on the internet, so share it with your friends and don't forget to join us on the Full Focus Planner community on Facebook. We'll be back here next week with another great episode. Until then, stay stay focused. focused. uh, If I could give out awards for transitions, that was was like a gold star, blue medal, gold, blue ribbon, (laughs) whatever transition at the end there, Blake. Well done. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. I accept. Sometimes... Setting annual goals can only get you so far. If you don't have a sense of where you want your life to be in 10 years, there's no guarantee that the goals you're setting now are actually going to take you to the life that you're trying to create for yourself. Well, that's where the brand new Life Focus product comes in. This innovative, gamified life planning system is your 10-year GPS guiding you to the life that you want not one decided for you, and not one that you just drifted into. Life Focus offers easy, fun, and effective planning with prompt card decks and a step-by-step guide. Also, you can join us for a live virtual event with Michael Hyatt on April 5th and April 6th for real-time guidance as you set the path for your next 10 years. With a 30-day money-back guarantee, there's nothing to lose, so make sure you pre-order right now for shipping in March 2024. Go to fullfocus.co/lifefocus. That's fullfocus.co/lifefocus right now to pre-order. Don't just dream. Plan your future with Life Focus.